Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Love Hour podcast. Before we get started, we want to shout out our sponsor, African Pride. African Pride. They are a fantabulous uh, partner with us. In fact, they sponsored... I don't know what to call that. They partnered with us for a meet and greet at the Essence um, over the Pride Essence House. weekend at the African Pride House. We had a great time. We did not karaoke, but karaoke. I don't know what to call that. Like we did black stuff. Yeah, we did the Soul Train line. We did songs. We did all the things. We had a fantastic time. Um, hopefully, you were there. If not, you missed out on a good time. So we partner with African Pride. They give away a box every single week on the podcast. And someone called us out and said, "You guys never do giveaways for." YouTube fans. Good point. So, all you have to do is be a follower on Miss Kevin Stage. I need to upload all of these on Kevin Stage's page too. I'm like three episodes behind, so I need to do that um, before we leave again this weekend. Um, so, anyway, just be a follower on Miss Kevin Stage's YouTube page, YouTube page, and comment on this video. African Pride. That's fine. We're not going to make this difficult. Um, and then from there, we will choose a winner. So, again, that's Miss Kevon. St- and listen, you guys, follow directions. Don't inbox me. Don't email me. Just comment. I'm going to tell you the reason why. If I establish these rules and you do something different and I pick you, it's unfair to the people who actually followed the rules because I created guidelines. So it doesn't give you a better chance by doing something different or not in line with what the established rules are. Is that good? Yes. That's okay? Okay. So just do that. You don't have to do anything else and then you're automatically entered and from there we'll pick a winner. Okay, let's get started with the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on Stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on Stage. And if you're new to the Love Hour, thank you guys for joining us. The Love Hour is a podcast where Kevin and I discuss our 15-year marriage, our 20-year relationship. We discuss the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the ebbs, the flows, the mountaintops, the valleys. The penis, the holes. I low-key flowed right there. You did. I can't do it again. Um, we discuss everything and we give insight based on our personal experience, books that we read, podcasts, revelation from the Lord, all of the things. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, we start every single episode with a this or that question. That or this with Kevin Liz. Yes. You've been trying not to say that. Listen, and so many people get on me, but I do not do it on purpose. Honestly, well, I, I just say it anti-ways. You don't submit. Hello. Uh, so this is a submission from one of our listeners. If you're interested in sending a submission, just um, send your email to hello at the love dot com. Um, and then in the subject line, just title it that or this or this or that. And we'll know what you're talking that or about. This. And uh, you don't this follow the rules talking about y'all need to follow the rules. You don't even follow your own rules. Ain't no prize. And you to can't win. expect people to you need to follow the rules anyway. Ain't no prize. You can't expect people to follow the rules. You don't follow the rules. What we it, agreed it was that or this with Kevin List. We had a whole jingle and everything. What is it? That or this with Kevin List. That or this with Kevin List. Keep playing, cuz. This is the question. Would you rather lose everything you worked for today, but have the ability to get it all back in 15 years? And by everything, I mean money, cars, Delta frequent flyer miles, first class perks, Kevin Stage Studios, social media flowers, love social media followers, followers. Uh, love our success, comedian of social media tour, etc. But you can get it all back in 15 years, but only if you work for it and it won't be and it won't come automatic or stop scratching get all the success you strive for by tomorrow but only get to live that life for five years but then you go back to normal before the fame and success and by fame and success i mean just working a regular nine to five job but it's for the rest of your life and this submission is from joshua gibson Hmm. you know what's interesting about me kevin fredericks I don't mind the grind. Yeah, I, I don't mind gonna, the climb. I, Miley Cyrus song. I used to like. I did too. Uh, oh my! God. It's the climb. <coughs> <coughs> I had to find the note. As she should have did that before she sang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, we we're talking about this on the Righteous and Ratchet podcast. We were talking about comparing ourselves to each other or each other, other celebrities and past version of ourselves. If I lost it all and had to get it back and just had to work for it again, I wouldn't mind having to do that. I mean, not mind. 
You're right. That's better to me than getting something quickly and losing it. But I want to say something. There's no shame in a nine to five job. No, there's absolutely no shame. I enjoyed parts of my life that was nine to five. (laughs) Uh, Like the bank. You enjoyed the bank? I enjoyed the bank at Bank of America when when the job was easy and I got good bonuses. Once the job where I had to actually work, I was like, all right, enough. I'll quit this job. (laughs) Um, But I I think everybody's like, oh, we got to be an entrepreneur. Everybody doesn't need to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to. Everyone is not built to be an entrepreneur. Everyone is not um, destined to be an entrepreneur. And I think that we have to be careful. No, no, no. But I I definitely agree that we have to be careful not shaming people in working a traditional Yes. Because there's no. That's an honorable thing to do. Yeah. And I did it for most of my life. But. The answer to the question is I'd rather have to work for it again than to get it quickly and lose it forever. Yeah, I would much rather. I apologize. I'm distracted. I'm texting my son. Um, I would much rather lose it and rebuild than to have it all and not have the option of like even having the options to rebuild it again. Yeah. Um, Even I was listening to a podcast over the weekend about um, this guy who lost and earned at least a million dollars and some five times in his lifetime. Literally. Is that that an amazing feat or is that like, boy, what is he doing? A combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. Like the five different times he lost a million dollars. He's created different companies, sold them and was able to inherit or not inherit, but earn a million, a million five, two million dollars, at least that one million dollar mark or more five times in his lifetime and have lost it to the point of bankruptcy, um, repossessions, foreclosures, five different times. So did he was he was he reinvesting that money into his new business? He was. You mean when he was going broke? Yeah. No, he was being foolish when he was going broke. He was being foolish? Yeah, 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 yeah. He it was took being him foolish. Five he times? was frivolously spending. I, I shouldn't say foolish. Not every time he was being f- foolish. Um, He was frivolously spending the first time kind of I get that. Uh, the second time he lost it in like the housing crowd. He said he bought like all of his homes in like 2008 and I feel like that's when we bought ours too. And he but no, we bought one. No, 2000. No. 2006. 2008. Yes, when was Jay Zay born? 2000 oh 2006 yeah 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 yeah. um because we bought it in october when isaiah was born 13 this year isaiah turns a whole 13 all right man y'all been good this is a good (laughs) i gotta go Uh, so he got his in 2008 or right before 2008 yeah yep and um and he bought more than like we just had one house he had more than one and so and they were expensive in new york and so he um that was one time he lost it uh, another time he hadn't paid his taxes in like 13 years and by this time that was like his third time o- earning over a million dollars so of course he owed IRS was like what up my boy yeah like a million a million got five dollars got to see it through my I mean, boy a million, five, a million point five dollars and so he lost it all that time and I haven't finished the episode but anyway that's the he point he loses it more and more yeah so the point though is that he always had the wherewithal and the creativity and the ingenuity to earn it again and I think that's the thing you don't want to lose. Like, I would much rather have the ability, the option, like the wherewithal to earn it again than to earn it, experience everything that there is to gain once you earn it, but then lose it immediately. Like, let me work for it, earn for it. Yeah. You know, I would Tony lost that. his Facebook fans to zero and he's almost back to a million followers again. Yeah, I and think that's, that's amazing. Be unusual. Yeah, it's very unusual. But I mean, he has the work ethic, the grind and good content to yeah. to earn them. You know, you followed him once um he's still putting out good content where you're worth the follow again yeah. the second time and that's the part everyone isn't worth the follow the second time and that's when you don't <laughs> you know what i mean like if facebook unfollows you and then you're like oh my god i was following you and i don't know what happened but i'm not eh, i don't have to follow you again <sighs> you just kind of move on yeah um so is that both of our yes our answers so before we go into like the topic i really quickly wanted to um talk about something because you're already yawning and so um i know people have been like melissa you need to like shut up and let kevin talk so i want to like talk about Who told you shut up the, you know that's like my interpretation no one's mm. saying that outright um I just wanted to talk quickly about like your work schedule on a typical Tuesday when we're filming the love hour yes, and why I like carry a lot of that burden. First of all, the love hour is your show. Okay. You're the host. I am the co-host. Second of all, it usually happens before Ratchet or Ratchet or after? No, it's after, isn't it? In between development of four women only. 
<laughs> and the tour's Shut almost up, over, so you won't have to get that. Child, answer the question. But uh, anyway, uh, Melissa does the heavy lifting on this because I just shot a whole podcast. And usually like one and a half because you guys do the live and the yes, recorded and version. All that. So Melissa takes the heavy lifting because it's her show. She does all the research for the topics. She does the ads. And I'm just quip boy. Well, he's more I'm than quips. that. I'm I, quips. I, I, Funny well, quips. Sometimes interesting quips. I mean, I know that's quips. what you add, but you, I mean, you're more than just like the funny guy on what the show. You, you definitely add value mm. um, to what's being said. But I just wanted to like, I don't know. I just want people to understand people to shut up the dynamic. Kevin is like, he's tired. Like I tie, she be, she be boy He's boy. needed every piece of content that goes out on any Kev on stage platform he's in he's required to be in and so it taxes him quite a bit yeah so like in the order, irs it, exactly what so in that? order to um take some of that burden off of him um i try to do most of the like he said heavier lifting sometimes i try to lean on him a little bit more because i'll be like i don't know what i'm gonna talk about i need your help um but when you see me talking more unless i'm cutting him off which i i'm trying not to do but we're having a conversation sometimes you know you just be excited mm-hmm. um and but outside of like cutting him off which i'm trying not to do part of the reason he may not offer as much or i'm i'm more so driving the conversation that is purpose by design like that's an intentional great album by the way that is um that's not something that's like lost on us that's something that we're doing intentionally um because like i said intentional song by travis green great uh, album as well because of (laughs) everything that um everything to me ty tribute great song Part one and part two. Are you done? Yes. You know what else? Quit, boy. Everything to me are the underwear that we have been wearing. Woo! First of all, <clears throat> I yeah. want you guys to know I don't have them on today. I've been rocking them today. I had to wash them because I've been wearing them. You're gross. Me undies? Oh, no, I ain't wearing them back on them. No, I'm saying they're all washed because I took them down to Essence because I had to make sure I was safe and secure. And we comfort. did take them down to Essence, but on the way to Essence, we both had them. They have like designs and the men and the women, they match. And I was like, our underwear match. And I was the first so excited. Time in forever. I don't know why I was like such a dork, but I was like, Kevin, like we're totally a married couple right now because we have matching underwear on. <laughs> I didn't have the bra on though. I did, what? It was just underwear. Quit, boy. <laughs> so, my me undie scientists have spent countless hours testing out the super soft fabrics. The result, micromodal fabric, which is a full three times softer than boring old cotton. It does feel very mm-hmm. soft. It almost feels like the um, material that like baby clothes are made of. Yeah. When you buy like certain, I don't know if you guys have bought baby clothes and they're like, no. Okay. Anyway, sometimes baby clothes come out and they're like super, super soft. That's what it feels like. Another th- great thing about me undies is that they have matching underwear so you can name your partner can match. That's what we just had. <laughs> I was like, Kevin, this has never happened. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so if you want, listen, this is like the perfect like anniversary gift, birthday gift. Like I love corny me and my spouse match Ooh. situation. It's one of my favorite things. And like to match down to your underwear, is just like a whole new level of like bonding. So to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash love hours. That's meundies. That's M-E-U-N-D-I-E-S dot com slash love hour for 15% off your first pair plus free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Guaranteed to satisfy. All right. So let's get started into this episode today's episode what i want to do we talked about like behind the grind i know on righteous and ratchet you kind of went into um i just realized i forgot to cancel a reservation i don't know why that randomly occurred to me right now but it did that's okay we'll move on i need to remember to do that when we're done here um anyways um we talked about behind the grind and um, kept, I know why it occurred to me because what I was going to say is that you went to therapy 
and yeah. um, it kind of hit you. And it's so funny. I wanted to say this. If you haven't watched that Righteous and Ratchets ep- episode, I'm just going to like. Don't tell them to watch it. I was crying on camera. Well, I definitely. It's something that. My son, he means you well to me. He do not join again. It's, I think it's so important for men to see that type of vulnerability, but not just that, to understand the impact of things that we do that, that we have on our kids. Why didn't I just cry when I told you and then say, oh, I cried to my wife. I don't know. I suppose you- actually crying i feel like when i talked to you about it it was so fresh i was still in shock maybe the other thing though is that i think i was really happy actually that because you were i was like oh okay it didn't occur to him like the way that it hit me because when i first told you about it and joshua was there and i was like oh my god i called my sister and i was like bawling you were like why were you crying with your sister that's like your baby sister you didn't feel weird crying with your baby sister and then you just cried on the internet and so I want to be yes, so boom roasted indeed (laughs) but I was like I don't understand why he doesn't understand like it was like a super impactful um, moment and that realization this is how I explained it when you think you're doing something right and like doing the best you can and then to come to find out that what you're doing is actually harmful is um like harming your child and it's unintentional like that's heartbreaking i think one of the mistakes that i made and we we tend to talk about the negative parts of the life maybe sometimes more than the positive i was putting and i know we do this as parents i was putting my childhood on him you were okay i was used to my dad being speak more yeah we were in the military somebody i think doe brought this up y'all gonna shut up or not uh (laughs) <laughs> but we were growing up military. Everybody around us, mom and dad, was TDY, was stationed overseas, this mm-hmm. and that. So I'm thinking kids are resilient. They'll be fine. And therefore, and I'm like, and if I'm not there, Melissa's there. So mm-hmm. to me, without asking them, I was like, that's cool. Right. And having that conversation with them, he was like, nah, mommy is cool and all that type of stuff. But I need you as uh, well. I, I think that is, it's so insightful for a 10-year-old to recognize the importance of having his dad in his life. Absolutely. I mean, you work hard to be a good father mm-hmm. and then when you are great at fathering like so good so good kevin so people so would stop me in the streets and be like could you raise me I'm like <laughs> sir you're 55 but when you do that then when you're gone your kids are like man what's up i, I went you. in there we went in there and laid in joe's bed for <laughs> a couple hours today i actually I fell asleep to, in there when you went sleep. to the grocery store i was in there asleep like man, i pay for this bed too let me lay in there <laughs> Uh, but he was like, man, why are you in my bed, Dad? I like it. You know what I mean? Uh, so the thing I think was best about the therapy was it allowed me the information to make an adjustment. Yes. Uh, obviously, part of the grind part is you want to take every gig and all this type of stuff. And and not not letting him think that I, w- I would put it all down for him, but letting him know that, you know, it's funny. You always say I want to feel seen and heard. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing for the kids. 100%. And that's one of the things I know growing up black. We Growing up black, you shut it was up, actually be a child's a, place. I was actually going to say shut up. you're taught more All we know about a child's place is shut up. Yeah. Get it's up. quiet there. Yes. Quiet, a up. child's place is shut up land. <laughs> yes. What about your feelings? I know my parents love them. Grandparents, You're too young to even have feelings. So they shut wouldn't up have talking. changed nothing about anything they were doing no. if I would have said, hey, I miss y'all. Can y'all stay? Boy, shut up. Shut I got to pay these bills. Exactly. And you should be grateful How that you, I can work. Yes. I couldn't. I could have no legs. Yeah, right. And then you're getting in trouble for having feelings. So to really make an adjustment and be honest with him and be like, I can't stop totally, but here's what I can do. I didn't even tell you um, when I was at the grocery store, somebody hit me up about a, a big show in November. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, I can't. Yeah. I'm, I, and I don't even, I, I just can't. I promised them. Don't bring me no dates. Don't even talk to me. Um, but anyway, I feel like, uh, so then this week, right before we left, we took them to see uh, movies. I forgot what they were. Though. Toy Story. Oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We went and uh, you took them jump. Uh, we did jumpy jumps. Bump, they yeah. beat me in a race, which the first. It's time just I ever. about spending time with them and making sure, like you said, they feel seen, they feel heard, they feel valued, they feel like they matter, and it's not just about dream chasing. Right. Um, and you don't want to chase your dreams so fast that you leave your family behind, or so hard, or so hard. Yeah, I agree. That was good, Kev. See? Quit, boy. Uh, yeah, uh, it was good. <laughs> so anyway, with all of that said, so we did talk about kind of the drawbacks of, you know, dream chasing. And what we wanted to do is kind of bring balance to that storyline and to that narrative. Like, obviously, it doesn't come without cost, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't also come without great reward. And we just came off the heels of 
like a monumental weekend. I would say a monumental weekend that we were able to spend with family and friends. And um, that is Essence Fest. You know what's funny about Essence? We ran into Lucky Day, great R&B singer. And he said something that was really interesting. He's like, this is my favorite Essence, our first Essence. I'm on the small stage, but I'm happy to be here. We, Our first Essence, there were no small stages. Mm-hmm. We were on the Walmart stage that the was shared stage. with Monica and and uh, Mayor Keisha Bottoms and, and David and Tamla Mann and Jonathan McReynolds and uh, I mean just Mann. famous person after oh. famous person. We didn't have to start off in the small thing. It was like straight to the big leagues. Right. Uh, the podcast with the Val and Kadeen at the Orpheum Theater. It, yeah. was, it was amazing with uh, Angela, Angela Yee. Yee from the Breakfast Club and Sarunas Jackson yeah, from Insecure. From Insecure. Like Angela Yee is big in our space. The yeah. Val and Kadeen are big in it's our huge. space. And and having an essence that was that packed, not to mention the amount of times I got stopped. It was funny. I don't know if you saw this. I was walking in the street and some girl said, Hey cutie and I and I don't I know. said that and Joshua tried to cover. Nah, you lying. It was to You lying. It was to Joshua. It wasn't to me. Cause I was like, I know you ain't looking at me. This is my ring. And then what did Joshua say? Joshua said, uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> what it do, baby? <laughs> Joshua said, <laughs> "No, this will kill you before That's hilarious. And that was on Friday before we had any performance. This is gonna be Kevin stage does not appear anywhere. <laughs> I know you're I said that out loud. <laughs> Did you? Yes. I missed that part. I know you ain't talking to me. This was like 20 paces up. She's like, who be this? I sure did. <laughs> but like, I figured because Essence audience is our age. Right. And black women, that's the majority of my fan base. I feel like, oh, okay, I'm going to get stopped. Mm-hmm. But I... You were getting first of all, it was a lot, so, a lot of people our age, but older, yeah, 45, 55, it was 60 year old. All the oh, second wind auntie, yes, <laughs> my mom <laughs> loves you, Kev. Yeah, oh, you here, and that's just the people who actually stopped for a picture or said anything. The amount of people who did, they're like, oh, mm-hmm, that's it, that's it, yeah, that. and were too shy. I that was too many to count, so that was like, man, this is it was real, yeah. Josh was like, bro, we got we were going to get food. And then people started coming. Josh was like, just can you go stand by the curtain? I know the cur- it's gonna take us forever. <laughs> if you if you come out, it's gonna take us forever to get the food. We're hungry. Just we'll bring you some. We're That's just do, we don't want to do this. We were stopped like pretty nonstop. Josh was, don't mess around. No, it was so great though. I feel like okay, let's start from the beginning so we kind of have like a timeline. Okay, okay. So we started with a flight. <sighs> That started well, your point of view because I talked about this at length on Righteous and Righteous. So it started. So first, even before we got on the plane, though, it started when we were just at the gate because it's like the gate that's going to New Orleans, and it's like full of black women. It was I enjoyed that part of it. Like this one black lady was like, uh, she was an older black lady, and we all went to like go eat, you know, get snacks before we get on the plane, get drinks, and she was like, "What you going over there to get?" And I was like, "Oh, we're just gonna eat." She was like, "Bring me back a whiskey with some ginger ale." <laughs> really? Yes. Did you buy That's why drink? I went over there. I was, go- I was trying to, but I couldn't bring it. You can't take it out of that area. Yeah. And so I went back and told her, and she was like cracking up. But I was like, oh, this is going to be so lit. Like, well, I'm black so woman, excited. Give me a whiskey and ginger. All right. I never met you. But I, I was I'll, so I'll about to bring it to her like with no like no hesitation that was about to happen so anyway, I was like really excited about that. Then we get on the plane, and I'm like, oh, this is a C of melanin of black. this is a it was a vibe too it wasn't just so much of black people we all had the like essence finna be lit. it was it was exciting it was it was that anticipation it was we off work we finna have a good time like oh, that's what it felt like it was like really you, you know just what? felt that's that good difference. energy we weren't off work we were going to work yeah we but we were all excited yeah that's true and that's the this is i don't want to talk about all the drawbacks but for us, nothing is a true vacation. Yeah, that's nothing true. is a one hundred percent vacation. Mm-hmm. We get to do a lot of cool stuff, but we'll have one of the three days yeah. is actually vacation, well, we and we did. maximize that. It's funny because we, <laughs> we didn't talk about this on Righteous and Ratchet. <laughs> Me and Doughboy be on the same wavelength. We started shooting an episode of Righteous and Ratchet Adventures, mm-hmm. then we was just like, well, never mind. <laughs> we just go do whatever. We we didn't even feel like talking about it, was it no like more. So, so we just it was a only lot. shot an opening. Yeah. So, and it was uh, fast paced. So then we get on the plane. 
and the plane starts off like, oh my God, this is what Wakanda feels like, right. to, oh my God, we're on Soul Plane, and this is awful. That's what that dude kept saying. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, it man. like quickly went to Soul Plane, and not like Soul Plane, like, oh my God, this is so cool. It was Soul Plane, like, oh my God let's stop here so we're on the plane and literally the guy behind us has one of those beats by dre pills by dre i don't know it wasn't it wasn't official it was beats by andre okay but the same (laughs) idea of like it was like music sounds by andre (laughs) the point is it's one of those you know boom boxes used to be like this big back in the day it's one of those small speaker style boom box situations okay so he has that he's literally the seat like he's actually behind me okay his wife is over no his wife was behind me no his wife was behind me okay so then he was behind me the speaker is like i literally feel like it's this close to my ear and he decides to play the same four songs in heavy rotation he's playing lma um boot up what else is before i let go before i let you go and the Beyonce beyonce version and then he also played whatever the other two songs were over and over and over and over and in the beginning it's like Wee! yes we're having a good time this is exactly what we want yay to black people yay to melanin this is lit and then you're like 45 minutes into hearing the same two songs and you're just kind of like you suck as a dj sir sir shoot me now so everyone's kind of like quieting down the the um flight attendant is like sir can you turn this off you're like you know and he's like no everybody's having a good time so he does we're like no we're, we're then, all like doing the eyes of the flight attendant like we're not but no one time. speaks up so he doesn't say i told i said you it's anti-black to say turn down frankie beverly you can't say that and you know what else remember they turned the lights off mm-hmm. which they never do on that time of flight so that's they turned the lights off and he was like oh, oh you ain't finna shut me down you just said the mood it was hilarious in the most like annoying way um it was, I was sick of it. Yeah, it was long. He did it. So it's like a three and a half hour flight from L.A. to New Orleans. And he was probably on for a good two, yes. two and a half hours of it. Like, it was like It was that. funny. We went in the bathroom to go to the bathroom after we landed. And he was in there. And he came in there still music. And he Greg was in there with him. I had come out. And he was like, hey, man, how you feel about New Orleans? And, and Greg was like, I'm happy to not be around you anymore. <laughs> And the dude was like, well, I know I could be a little bit much, but I'm winning. <laughs> just I didn't know that out. happened. I was like, shout Greg, out to Greg for keeping it a thousand. He did keep it a thousand. Yeah. So anyway, that was our flight to New Orleans. It was definitely, but it was a great introduction for what was to be expected for the weekend. Was it? Yes. It was a sea of loudness and black people. Yeah. All out. Yeah. So we get there, we have a great time, no activities planned. We're there with like my mom, my um, you know, black people. We have aunties that aren't really your aunties. That's the blackest thing ever. It, it, hey, our close friends, you just call them. Yeah, auntie. the people that you've been knowing for like ten and fifteen years, when you're thirty, that's your auntie. Um, so I was there with like my auntie, not auntie. Um, my sisters were there, my brother in law was there, Kev, Joshua, Doe, uh, Jason. So we're all there. We're just you know eating chopping it up having a good time so then fast forward to day one of like the festivities and kevin is hosting the walmart main stage in the what is that convention center Mm -hmm. in the convention center and it was so well how was it for you surreal yeah i felt like probably the word it was like such a moment for me you know what the bible says god will give you more than you could ever dream or ask exceeding Mm -hmm. abundantly that's kind of what it was Mm. that's never essence fest was never a dream of mine i know it seemed too big like man i don't even know i remember a lot of my friends had got booked i was like i don't even know how they i know i find you for essence i'm just like that's i don't know never even dreamed that I would do it. So when they hit us up, I was like, nah, that ain't real essence. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a side And thing. it did take a long time for yeah. it to like come to fruition, too. When I saw the list of people who was on there, I was like, you want me to bring up the mayor mm-hmm. of Atlanta? Mm-hmm. You want me to bring up Monica? Don't take it personal, baby. And you did. Personal, baby. baby. I said her name and she came out. Yes. Monica Brown listened to me. Yes. Kevin. Yes, she did. She and said, on your okay. command, she came out. She said, Kevin's going to say my name. 
<laughs> say my name, say my name. When Kevin announces you, you will. That's not on. Monica's. Song. I know it's oh. Beyonce and them. Okay. Michelle Williams, great friend of ours. Yeah, Michelle uh, was there. She's she's the best. She is. She's the so best. sweet. Better much like her. Yeah. But um, I mean, all types of people. So I was just. What was it like for you? Um, it was surreal. I think is a good word. But I also what was it like to watch your husband like totally kill it. I also thought that, I mean, but you did. I felt like you did a really good no, job. It was so, so like, uh, we had never gone to Essence before this. No. So we don't really have any expectation or, I, I don't know if expectation of the word, but you don't know like how things are set up. You don't know anything. You, you don't even have you like have an no imagination. Yeah, no frame of reference of what to expect. And so to get there and we're like, oh, it's in here. He's on this stage. And then you realize, oh, there's a stage over here. Let me tell you what messed me up. And there's a stage over here. And there's music playing over here. And there's food vendors over here. And down this row are all the like clothing and jewelry vendors. It was just like madness. It's like a flea market. Yeah but but nicer let me tell you what messed you up me up me and josh are walking we i noticed that we were walking behind the stage mm -hmm. and we were like okay this is the one right here and i saw all the led hookups yeah and it went like freaking 30 feet in the sky and i was like i know this ain't a humongous wraparound led screen mm. it just yeah and it was yes it was a definitely the biggest like Stage production. I mean, these and this is like state of the art production equipment. Yeah. I was all up in that stage manager's business. <laughs> they had this cool program that was like Google Docs, but it was a flowing show thing. Oh, it was nice. it was awesome. Uh, they had all these cameras. I was looking at the. It was. I was just like, I'm gonna be up on there. And she kept pushing me. I never mentioned that. <laughs> She's like, all right, go. I was like, fam, I. You just have to say go. Why you have to actually push me? I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Mm. I didn't know where you were going. Um, so one of so you were sit, talking to that. It's not one of your personal goals to go there. It wasn't mine either, to be honest. I don't. Think I don't. I, I want to say goal like like. Oh, I don't want to do essence. It just didn't seem like a, a thing that was in the realm of possibility right. for me. Like it seemed unattainable, right. unachievable. So I just never thought, thought about, about it. Doing like it. I thought, okay, the Montreal Comedy Fest, I could do that because yeah. I'm a comedian. That's something I can do. But essence is just like. That is a big stage. I don't even know how they book people for that. Um, probably not. And it's it's amazing the dreams you don't ever imagine that end up coming true. Come on in here. That's like such a, um, I don't know. I feel like that's actually like God's grace. Like mm. God reminding you. Shit, what, even when you were talking about um, uh, over and above. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like. Even what you think, oh, this is possible. Like, I feel like this is pushing the limit in terms of dreaming. Like, I believe I can achieve this, but I'm yeah. even going to dream further and dream of this. Yes. And God is like, no, but I even have this here for you. Yes. And it's so much more. Because um, like you said, you don't even know how it's possible to get booked. And then suddenly someone's reaching out to book you. Exactly. Um, I don't know. It's kind of surreal. Um, but I know you also have different personal goals in terms of your weight loss mm -hmm. goals. And so you have been using Noom. Yes. Noom helps with your weight loss goals because they recognize that losing weight is more than just the physical part of losing weight. It also has to do with your mental, your mind yeah. and your habits and the things that you do and the things that you think. I always talk about these campaigns that I establish and they are things that help. They're mantras that I create to help me focus on something that I want to better within myself. Right. And so for Noom to incorporate that as part of a healthy uh, you know, betterment of your body, whether that's your health goals, your weight loss goals, or whatever have you. I think this is a fantastic way um, to incorporate both of those things. So Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. With Noom, no food is good, bad, or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want. Personal goals you can achieve just feeling better, feeling confident in your clothing. You know, when sometimes you're, the scale doesn't always reflect what's actually going on in your body because fat is much, I mean, uh, fat is bulky and when you start gaining muscle, it just leans you out. Yep. And so you start feeling that in your clothing. Um, that's something that you can, that the scale doesn't always reflect. So it's right. more of like a 360 view of your like weight loss and right. health goals.
Um, so if you are interested in taking advantage of noon and taking advantage and, and gaining control of your health goals, you don't have to change all of it in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash love hour. Love hour. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom dot com slash love hour to start your trial today. That's Noom dot com slash love hour. Love the hour. last weight loss program you'll ever need need and also we've partnered this episode with blue chew mm-hmm. y'all already know how we uh i hope a whole bunch of y'all use blue chew while we were over in the essence mm-hmm. in new orleans because <laughs> a lot of y'all were on vacation and you guys know how we feel about vacation sex. i'm about to use blue chew tonight hello why because we just came back because essence was so exhausting we weren't having as much sex as i would have liked because <laughs> we kept falling asleep and we, we missed out on michelle so obama because let me tell you how old we were out we were so we were we had got out early from an event we were waiting to go to another event and we fell asleep and they're like michelle obama what's crazy why y'all didn't come and we were like ah we're sleeping i didn't even get the text until after she was already off the stage but honestly i had thought we missed her anyway so i was like sound asleep like not even with any such a funny thing i was but tonight i'm exhausted i'm exhausted right now but i i want to take you down later so i'm gonna go ahead and plop me a blue chew and a blue chew is gonna get me right. It's gonna, it's you know, it's it's everything I need because yeah. when I'm exhausted, blue chew be like, "Hey, come on, baby boy, I'm gonna get you through this struggling time." That and is hilarious. Take you down. I really wanna take you down. And the love hour unofficial tag for blue chew is "Every man deserves an erection." <laughs> Every man deserves an erection. And the thing about blue chew, it doesn't have to be erectile dysfunction. You no. don't have to have a problem. Blue chew is right there every time I need it. The best thing about blue chew is that it's prepared in the U.S. and it ships to you direct. So they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and it saves you the embarrassment of going into an actual like mm-hmm. brick and mortar store. So right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code love hour. Love Just pay hour. $5 for shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com. B L U E chew.com. Use promo code love hour to love try hour. it free. Blue chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And sponsoring the erections. And sp- Sponsoring. Sponsor the penis. The erections. Okay, and so that was day one. Then day two, we did, um, we came back to the Walmart main stage. Thank you, Walmart. They ain't watching, but thank you anyways. We went back to the Walmart main stage. Yeah, they ain't watching. That's facts. Um, you went back to the Walmart main stage, and you had to do your 10-minute set. First of all, David Mann was hosting. You, anybody who knows or follows Tamla and David Mann know that David Mann is hilarious. He's a comedian. David Mann is on the Mount Rushmore of clean comedy. He is. That Him, was good. Sinbad. Bill Cosby. I knew you were going to. I knew that's who you were hesitating His to His stand-up say. comedy was clean and yeah, good. It was, it was. His life was dirty, though. Right, he wasn't clean exactly. and good. But Can't David Mann, I have too. watched him be funny on Medea Plays. He's and hysterical. I was just like, first of all, hysterical, physical... He can do the splits. He can yeah, sing. Yeah. And he, and Kevin is a he enjoys physical comedy. Yeah, I'm a physical, physical comedy comedian. comedian. <laughs> so having him introduce me was like, oh my gosh, this is David Mann. Yeah. And then after the performance, having him be like, man, you were funny. He was. And he said something real funny. Older man would say because he's been married thirty years. He said. <laughs> uh, he said, man, you're really funny. And as a comedian, you know we don't have to always have to do that. And look, I ain't got to say it. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm at the point of my life where I don't, if it ain't true, I don't have to say it. Facts. And you were funny. He said, my wife thought you were funny. And sh- and she's like your wife um, probably is. He was like, you, you see a lot of comedians. You'd be like, I don't know, that ain't that funny. Yeah. And he was like, she was laughing a little too hard. She was like, all right. And he was like, all right. Now, tell me, is, he, is he that funny? <laughs> is he that funny? You want to so, go home with him? And that was what made me happy. The, the, the gospel singers and the mans, like, making other people who I look up to laugh. laugh. Yeah. Like David Mann was, he didn't even have to work hard. No. He's so funny. He say a little thing and people just fall. And me too. I'm people. Yeah. People is me. Yes. Like one little thing. He said, because <laughs> the gospel stage drew so much attention. It drew so many people. They had all these singers so people just stop in their tracks. So he was like, man, it's packed under here. And a lot of that's because there's a lot of big women in here. Y'all taking up a lot of room. And I was <laughs> like, oh, can you say that? He's like, well, I can't say it. My wife 
I love plus size but women. But then she came out and was like, you finna get yourself in trouble. You right. might want to hush. Right. So having him say I was funny, if something was interesting, when David and Tamala Man started really rising, because mm-hmm. uh, I've known about them uh, from the Kirk stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, even at, with the Tyler Perry stuff, because they've been married 31 years. When they started rising, they were 15 years married. That's where we are. Oh, gotcha. We've been married I was 15 where years. You were going. Yeah. So in, in 15 more years, we'll be at, at their age and they'll be 15 years older. <laughs> Math. Math. But I was just saying, like, how we literally have watched them rise with Tyler over the last 15 mm-hmm. years. When we were in college is when they kind of started. Yeah. And they just keep going. Now they're doing their own tours and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, that could be the, the same thing for yeah. us. They sing and do books and tour and travel and all that stuff. But it was just like, and the funny thing is about me, the one reason I was happy Tamala Man was going before me, I was sad because she, she like, Listen, people caught the Holy Ghost. Tamala Man, Tamala the stage. She absolutely, she's saying, take me to, I was like, please don't close it, take me to the king. Please don't close it, take me to the king. She came with truth is, mm-hmm. I'm tired. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry for what I did when I was five yes. years old. I did eat the raisin that's in the grocery store. <laughs> take me also to the king. She's on that. She has this it. melody of songs that she sings and so she transitions from take me to the queen directly into i can only imagine no no the other way i can only imagine she ended with take me to the king okay so that's why people were following man so she did i can only imagine first of all that's one of my favorite songs she freaked it too and she listen she tamala did that's what she did like her voice first of all she just has a beautiful Beautiful voice and then you start thinking about just the words to the song. It was like, first of all, it was me please, and Joshua. Please, We're just please. like, oh, Jesus. That, seriously. We, even me, I was in. Then I look. Oh, well, actually, Doe was on this side of me, I believe. And so I look over at Doe and he it looks like he is in full intercession. Listen, this is Doe. He 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 was first. He was on his phone. Then he was just like, <laughs> you know, when the Lord hits you, you just you, if I open my eyes. Tears are finna come out, so I'll but just keep them closed till they go back full, in. Like he was having a full. He like an old moment. deacon too. He was. Mm-hmm. And then he gonna get on the live today. You left out, but he gonna get on the live today and was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm you know focused on my daughter. That's my most important relationship. Um, that's the most important relationship. But, but." Uh, anybody who's gonna get with me, they need to know I'm turning a corner in my life. They gotta be on their Jesus. You listen to Tamla Man sing for 22 and a half minutes. Hey, we was having church in that convention no, oh, center. Please believe we were having church. Yeah. Please believe it was Sunday too. The, the Christian me was like, yes, I need this. And the comedian was, me was like, how am I supposed to follow Man, the Holy Ghost? Everybody. The Holy Ghost like, don't play fair. Ev- and they shout Tamla And you know how much sin David. you did in essence? And now Tamla's singing you like, yeah, I know what I was doing last night. I, I was out. I don't even know her middle name. I, and Tamla, oh, I, I drank so much. I, I had this sexes. I can't stand you. And now Tamla's singing. And then they Ooh. shouted. Then they shouted. And they're like, all right, David Tam, and go Tamla make them laugh. cut a clean step on the stage. Oh, they and, shouted together. Yes, which was, I just was loved romantic. it. I just loved it. And then at the end, David has to introduce Kev. So he's like, Kevin. Y'all, is he ready? He ready? Y'all ready for the comedies of Kev? Comedic stylings of Kev. And then just and it was like, Kev outside! It was like so unceremonious. It was very like, all right, here's the mic, go. Why you say that about David Mann? Because that's how he introduced uh, you. He's my friend, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was just hard to transition from the Holy Ghost to stand-up. Right. That's the one part that's hard about doing church comedy. You'd be like, please don't let them have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Please. Are you praying against the Holy Ghost? I, I, I just want to have it be, let do something else right before I have to come up. That's hilarious. So I had to switch my whole setup because you can't go from the Holy Ghost to like, so the thing about napkins is they be falling apart. <laughs> so, but I was like, man, that's a lot of people and I'm ready. Because mm-hmm. the comedian in me, like the competitive per- person in me is like, oh, yes. Yeah. She has the audience like, because the hardest Blue part about in. Essence is getting these people to stop walking. Right. Because they literally, there's all this, all, it's like a food court. It is like squirrel, and entertain, squirrel, it's literally, squirrel, the wobble squirrel. keeps coming on and for that 20, 30 minutes, yeah. they were like, hanging on every word. Yeah. So I was just. And people stayed, I could hear them laughing on your jokes. I know you, you know were having funny? a hard time I didn't think it. they were laughing 
I went as hard as I could. But then I watched people's Instagram stories yes. from the back. From the back. Because the monitors don't pump back in laughter. Yeah, right. You only can really hear yourself. Right. And this, the thing is so open. There's, you know, the ceilings are high. Yeah. You can't tell. Sure. So I was like, I don't even know how this is going. Hopefully it's going I well. could definitely hear them because we were standing set or sitting in the pit area. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, is that the like I could hear the rumbles coming forward to us. Really? So, yes. So like I could tell and I definitely knew like people were laughing. I was happy overall. I thought it was such a great experience. I thought it was, I mean, given the circumstances and again, how Essence is kind of set up. And there, again, there's like so many options, so many distractions. Um, I thought that you captured their, you know, attention really well. Yeah, and I just thought and it comedy well. is a tough thing because it's, you need a captive audience. Right. Music can stop you. If you're not paying attention, music will make you turn around. Right. Comedy, you need to be able to hear the setup, the right. joke. Otherwise, it's just hard to win. So the fact that I was able to have that captive audience and and make them laugh for 10 minutes was great. Because I don't be doing 10-minute sets that much. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. usually do longer, which allows me time to like warm up. Not yeah. warm up, but like rev up. Mm -hmm. You know, when I do 10-minute sets, it's usually smaller audiences and stuff. But yeah. it was it was great. I thought it was fantastic. Um, so then after that, we did the podcast with Devel and Kadeem. And um, I thought that was so much fun. Yeah. So right after that, we quickly changed clothes. And then we did, uh, we went into Devel and Kadeem. And I thought that was so much fun because it was like the first time that we got to like work together on like a huge stage like that. Mm -hmm. And um, that was a lot of fun for me. I was, man, any one of the things that happened at Essence would have been good. Right. Hosting one day, doing the stand up the next day, doing Deval and Kadeen, doing the African Pride House, any of those things, or even just going and not doing any of that stuff yeah. and just attending. But the fact that we got that whole experience and we got to perform yeah. together was like, man, this is really like, it was me by myself doing stand-up, yep. which is a dream. The Love Hour podcast is a dream. Righteous and Ratchet got to perform. I got to, it was like all the yeah, stuff, everything, all the all stars were aligned. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was one of the um, best parts about like the whole experience was being able to do that with you. And I always enjoy first time experience. Everyone knows that that's one of my things, like having first time experiences and sharing those experiences with people that I love is one of my favorite ways to like bond and create um, memories mm -hmm. with people. And I just felt like Essence was like the mecca for that like this weekend was the epitome of what that means to me right um doing it with like i said family friends with you being able to work directly with you and like feeling like we held our own on that platform you right. know what i mean like yeah. i felt like that was i don't know it was just one of my favorite things that i didn't know was one of my favorite things <laughs> um i had such a good time with it and um uh i was gonna say something else and i kind of forgot but the other thing i was going to say is that um Summer in general is a great time to spend time with your spouse and your significant other. And it's always good to do that over a good glass of wine. Oh, yeah. Because wine oh, yeah. is all of the things that I enjoy about <laughs> life. And um, you guys know that I have been trying to expand my palate beyond yes. white wine. I have been drinking cabs in particular, um, which are red wines. And red wines come served warm. Mm -hmm. And so that takes a little bit of getting used to, but having the opportunity to try different wines is actually, it's one of my favorite things. Riesling we've been enjoying as well. Yes. And it's the summertime. You know what you do in the summertime? You barbecue, you stay up late, late later than you should be because you're feeling good because the sun's out and you want to do that with the spouse and you want to do it over a good, good. Good glass of wine. Yeah. All right. When it comes to buying wine, most people's selections have nothing to do with taste. Instead, they base their decisions on what bottles look like or what's on sale. And let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong with buying like a cheap bottle of wine. But also get a good bottle of wine, though. It'll change your whole life. Amen. It'll change your whole life. Thankfully, now there's First Leaf, the wine club that makes it easy to discover new wines you'll love. First Leaf has created a club experience customized to you by rating the wines you receive first leaf determines your likes and dislikes and then will only send you wines that you'll love it's the best way to 
to discover and expand your palate. They start by giving you the first leaf wine quiz to assess your drinking preferences, which we have taken. And they ask you like, do you prefer sweet, tart, red, white, like all of these questions. And it kind of just narrows it down for you. It's really cool. And ask you things like how sweet you like your wine and how adventurous you are with your wine selection. I really took, I really took the test. Um, so try first leaf wine club today where buying great wine is simple. Buy a great half a great glass of wine. It'll change your life. Sign up with our link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer. Six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash love. There's six Whoa. bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash love. It got your name all over it. Try it. Um, so after we did the... Um, I well let me go back to the podcast I enjoyed the podcast because like we said we were on there with like we were easily the least recognizable name on that platform oh yeah I'm not on the host of the breakfast club yeah like I'm not being on insecure the gap was like this it wasn't like you know they're above us but I mean we're like a close second no it was like Angela Yee is on the most popular syndicated <laughs> urban radio station in the United States of America. Um, uh, Sarunas is on an HBO smash hit, Insecure. And then Devel and Kadeem. Devel was a football player? NFL player. Uh, NFL football player. Uh, Kadeem has umpteen more followers than I do. She's beautiful. Like, they just have You're this beautiful? Fo- Hello? They just have this following that we just do not have. And so to be on that, first of all, to be asked to be on that platform was like, little me, you sure? Uh, but then to get on that platform and to feel like, like I felt good about it. You rocked. Do you think so? That stage. Yeah. I was I was like, man, Miss Kevin on stage is killing. I got to really do something funny. Shut up. <laughs> but no, I think what you do really well, and I think you do it on this podcast, and you really did it there, you bring a certain knowledge to relationship that is not just here's what's happened to me and my husband. Mm-hmm. It's here's what I learned. Here's what I read. Here's what studies show. I've done research on this, or someone else has done research. And, it, you know, you, and you also bring a technicality without being – Professorish, yeah, you know what I mean. I feel it's a personal, personal, educational version of relationships, and you're a lot funnier than you think. Mm. You're a lot (laughs) funnier than you think, and you connect with people really well. They were talking about some stuff, threesomes and stuff, and Melissa was like, "It's Jesus and then me, and nobody (laughs) else. Only threesome is the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost." You know, Mm, I don't know. I don't know that I would say that again. (laughs) I think I said that to you. I don't think I actually said it. No, no, but stuff like that. Uh, (laughs) You can't describe the Lord. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost as a threesome. It's a trilogy. It's It's one of the same. Trinity. Oh, I said anyway, trilogy. Lord, you know I'm, bro. You know sometimes you guys gotta throw it out. Yeah, it's you put fun. the thought in my head. Really, you should be mad at yourself. Hello, uh, <laughs> but um, I feel like you don't. I don't even want to say you hold your own because that that implies that you you know you just are there. You shine. Mm, I thought you really nice. shine. <clears throat> I was just happy to be on the stage next to you. I was really. It's funny, like you be on the stage like that, performing or whatever, and then I just really be on there, like, damn, this is crazy. I know. I think that I, theater was big. It was, a and huge I performed theater. big theaters. That was a big theater. That w- that thing had three levels to it. It was huge. The other thing, though, is that um, I always fe- I felt I did feel good about it, but I always struggle with like, don't be too technical, Melissa. Don't be like, you know, too professor, professor, professor ish. Don't come across like so like uptight. But I always do like to bring like. I don't know, I always say facts and data, but like the facts and data to support the conversation that we're having. Um, I'm punch you. <laughs> um, to support the conversation that we're having. And so trying to like bring that balance, sometimes I have internal battles with myself. Um, but anyway, I, I just felt like really good about it. I felt like it was, I, I felt like it was a lot of fun. I know like, it was a lot because that was the night you fell asleep. Oh man. Because after that, we took stressed. a shower and you were like, we were like, we were looking for uh, what's that show we wind down with? Shark Tank. Yeah, we were looking for Shark Tank, and it wasn't on, so we settled for Diners, Drivers, and Dives, which is another great like nothing's on. Mm-hmm. Actually, even if stuff is on, I'll still watch yeah. that. Yeah, uh, and you were sleep. I was. Out. We had free tickets, floor seats, and sleep was like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
come on here and visit me. Man, and then it was funny because we had got invited to this power party where they turned this, uh, I don't know what the room was before, but they turned it into, uh, made it look like truth from the club, uh, the club from the show Power. So Josh wasn't in line with us, but they did this like club thing where they stopped the line. So the line keeps getting oh, longer right, right, right. to make it look like the club is pop, pop, packed and popping. I don't know why they would do that. So, I mean, the line lady was just oh, over the top and extra. Stop here. And it was like, bro, I don't want to come in here anyway. Yeah, I'm right. tired. I just can't make sure my people can get in. We're going to have a good time and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I fast forward through all this. So for whatever reason, my cell phone wasn't working that good. Nobody's was. The whole service in the whole New Orleans was yeah. terrible. So we're stuck in line for 20 minutes. They stopped the line. The dude who invited us is like, can y'all please let this man in? Mm-hmm. He's a big influencer. Can y'all please, <laughs> please let him in? I don't want this to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was working really hard. I appreciate him. So finally, he gets us to go in. And I, I'll just pause for a moment. Felt like the man. <laughs> Felt like the man. Where they're like, you guys don't know who he is. Please let him in. So she's like, I got to talk to my supervisor. He tells the supervisor, please let him in. That's hilarious. And she's like, okay, let him in. So I walk in like, they say this is a big rich town. I just you come from. So right. it takes 20 minutes. So then we're in there just kicking it. Um, we are having a libation or two amongst <laughs> friends, chopping it up. So by now, because I had told you, you were asleep. And I was like, listen, I'm going to go get Mel and I'm going to come right back. And it took way longer than I thought. So then I just was like, well, let's sleep. I'm going to just chop it up with them for a little Which bit. Which is what I thought. This is, I'm going to chop it up with them for a little bit because you're just going to be asleep anyway. So apparently you had been texting me this whole time, right? It was so funny. So we had an Essence chat, which was all of our friends with iPhones who were at Essence, except your sister who doesn't have an iPhone. So therefore, you have to get separate texts. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa just texts Kevin. <laughs> and everybody, that text. So Josh showed me. He's like, I was like, what? She just texted Kevin Peary. Josh showed me. I pick up my phone. I'm like, it didn't come. I promise. I didn't know. I didn't know. I said, I said, man, all right, to my brother, all right, my boy, Greg, all right, Josh, mom, love you, Mel, love you, Nick, hugs. <laughs> Sister Katrina, hugs. <laughs> I'm going to get up out of here, man. Y'all be good. <laughs> I left so quick. And then when I got outside, my phone, all these, Text I me. keep texting you. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't go back to sleep. Just like a woman. Gone. When I when you were asleep when I was leaving, go ahead. And then you when you come No, back. because the expectation was go ahead and you were coming right back. But you sleep. What it matters. But I couldn't go back to sleep. Because I wasn't And there. regardless, if the expectation is that you're coming back, you don't come back. I could come back and put you to sleep anytime. So after you got in trouble, got in trouble, you came home. But I said that or to the back yeah. to the hotel. I was like, honestly, I could have got dressed and just met you there. I was just trying nah. to figure out what you, you wanted what, to do. Though, I don't like clubs or parties. We didn't do them in high school or college because just wasn't our personality. The music be so loud. Uh, and I don't like a whole bunch of people like around and it's like sweaty. Mm. You're getting bumped every time. Yeah. I was like, man, this sucks. I do not like it. Right. So I was happy to go back. And then we watched more Diners, Drivers and Dives. And we did. And went back to sleep. Took another shower. You know how hot it is for you to take two showers within yeah, three hours of each other? hot and nasty. Just humid. It's gross heat. But you know what's interesting? Nobody was musty. That's because we were using our native deodorant. <laughs> Black people know how to party with freshness. Yes. And um, But it was overall, it was great, man. Great uh, experience. Then we had to get up early to come back. Oh, Blood no, we did African down. Pride. Oh, man. We did the African Pride we meet sure and greet, did. which was a lot of fun. That was just fun. That was just, it was high energy, though. We exerted a, a heck of a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a lot of fun. They're great partners. Took a lot of pictures. We did swag surf. That was our first swag surf together. It was. I was really I proud of you. I didn't get good video. Yeah, we never Yeah, did we had it. never swag surf together. We did not go to HBCU. We didn't did go to swag HBCU. They did not swag surf at UW. No. Well, it wasn't a thing then, was it? I don't think it was a thing we were in college. Yeah, Even know. if it was, it wasn't going to be a thing at UW. Ah, facts. Why are you guys swagger surfing? <laughs> or is that the crew team said we should do that? <laughs> but uh, Mel's all for swag surfing. It was great. That's the blackest thing ever. It man. is. Man, I man, had a great man. time. 
I didn't know how to do it, so I had Mel come I in front of me. Learn. Yeah. I was like, come in front of me so I could just copy what you're doing. It was great, man. Um, but I had a great time. I thought that was a lot of fun. So overall, I just wanted to t- I wanted to recap Essence because I, I know people were asking about it. And um, I also wanted, I had such a great time with you. I had a great time. I with felt you. like it was the first time I really like worked with you. Yeah, and it was fun. Because usually I'm just working you. <laughs> Sex jokes, quit, boy. No, uh, I felt like it was great for us to be acknowledged for what we bring to the table, and on a platform that was bigger than ours, mm-hmm. and to shine together, together. Like Doctor Phil and his wife walking out of the show. I'd be trying to do that with the lover, but you always be walking fast and leaving me. Take that out, Serena. <laughs> Okay, did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I have to go to the bathroom. All right. So on that note, thank you guys. I have to pee, though. We thank you so much for joining us for this episode of of the Lab Hour. We could just call it the Essence (laughs) Recap, Serena. Um, On this Essence Recap, we had a great time. We were there. We arrived. We came back this morning. Like literally, and came and shot this, and righteous and five hours, and we got to go to another event right now. Yeah, we have another good burger pop up shop. So excited about that. Yeah, we're good burger pop up shop. Um, so the grind doesn't stop, but there's the grind doesn't stop, but there are highlights to it, and it doesn't come without cost. But there's definitely great reward. And this weekend, especially after coming off the heels of the the um, the downside, the, the dark side of, of the grind, it's nice to come up on this high. And this the b- good part is uh, about the therapy part. We were able to make adjustments. Uh, the boys are going with our family, yes. which is good. And now, for the most part, our separation where they won't have a family member is over. It's and the tour will be over in a couple of weeks. And they'll be with us. So it's all like really good. Yeah, the tour is almost over. We We're made it to Amsterdam. For those of you who are wondering. We got all uh, type Alfred. of new experiences. We got Amsterdam for the first time together. Birmingham. Spain. Thank you for being there, Joshua. We Thank have you been, for being We have been with friend. Joshua for so long for in June and July. No lie. You can have like, that back room. That's why I was like, you staying or not? Give us the $500. You can stay there. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, but in real life, thank you, Joshua, for being there. And though he can't hear. But like, I really just enjoy spending. <laughs> Joshua, close the door on dough. Um, I really enjoy spending um, or sharing those first time experiences with people. And it's good to do with people like that you love like and that you it just makes it so much better of an experience so when i go back and i think on it like it brings a smile to my face and i'm not like "Eh, i didn't like them um so it was so great to do that with friends and family and people that i like truly love and like anything else kevin no i said i go go to the bathroom okay thank you guys so much i keep looking at her camera thank you for joining the love hour bye